to Today on Broadway for Thursday, August 9th, 2018. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm Broadway star James Marino. James, I was uh, flying solo yesterday because you were seeing the Broadway premiere of the uh, second stage play Straight White Men. Um, we were talking about this off air. A lot of the critics liked it. You? I'm going to say two thumbs down. Okay. Two right, thumbs we down. And uh, word to the wise, if you are going to see the show, uh, go late. Go late to the show. Uh, try to get there like, uh, you know, five or six minutes after uh, after the hour because they, they played this tremendously obnoxious music very, very loud at the beginning of the show for no reason that I can gather. And they even address it. Two characters come out and talk about the really loud, obnoxious music, and they say that there's a reason for it, but I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I, I missed the whole point of this whole show. Maybe because I'm a straight white man. Yeah, probably. That's It's probably our fault there. Yeah. Um, but um, another thing that's less uh, disappointing is on Wednesday, the day we're recording, but yesterday when you're hearing this, I had a lovely 20-25-minute uh, conversation with Tony nominee Tony Yazbek in the oh, morning yeah. yesterday. Um, it was great. He's uh, getting ready to do this big centennial celebration uh, at Tanglewood for Leonard Bernstein. We talked about that, talked about um, working with uh, Susan Stroman on Beast in the jungle most recently off broadway and then i asked him about you know that other stroman show that he's attached to crazy for you um and uh he he gave me a little bit more information than i anticipated which is normally they say oh we would love it but i don't you know who knows he said that but he gave me a little more so i think we're gonna have that in the feed sometime this weekend james i know we've got some other stuff with the joe iconis thing going on so we'll uh we'll get it in the feed sometime uh before sundays this week on broadway and uh and you'll hear that but it was a really nice conversation just a really cool down-to-earth dude and uh I, i really really enjoyed his insights into not only his work but just working in the theater in general Oh, that's great. I'm so sorry that I missed uh, that conversation, but excited. I'm looking forward to hearing it. All right. First up in the news, Brian Cranston will return to Broadway this fall. Yes, the Tony and Emmy winner, best known for playing Hal on Malcolm in the Middle, will be back on Broadway this fall when he begins or when he brings the stage adaptation of the uh, iconic classic film Network to New York. The play, directed by Evo Van Hova, here we go again, um, will begin performances at the Court Theater on November 10th. Now, that's interesting. We'll come back to that. The show will be an 18-week limited run, meaning that it will play through St. Patrick's Day weekend, barring any extensions, of course. Now, that is also interesting, and we'll come back to that as well. The stage adaptation is by Lee Hall, and it played London's National Theater from late 2017 through March of 2018. Cranston added an Olivier to his mantle thanks to the production, and apparently it was well-earned because reportedly it was an exhausting physical and emotional performance. If you've seen the film, you can probably imagine why. Van Hova said of the original run that he was not adapting the film necessarily, but more adapting the film script, meaning that he wasn't trying to recreate the look of the film, which came out in the 70s, but rather trying to translate the feel of the story for a more modern audience, even though it is still, I believe, set in the 70s, as you can tell by the costumes. The sets, not so much, because it is a huge, massive technical show, Um, 
um, you know, it's about working in the news industry. Uh, Jan Verseveld will, of course, design the sets and lights, and Tal Yarden will handle the video. Additional casting will be announced shortly. Now, James, as I started putting some pieces together and figuring out what's going on with this run, despite the fact that the show played a smaller house in London, the Littleton Theater at, at the National Theater, um, seats only 894. Now, the court is, a, I actually mentioned it yesterday, as being a, a venue that might be good for Hadestown because it's right around 1,000 seats. But it, it's, it's larger. But we've also had announced renovations for that venue. And the end of this run... Well, as I said, put it at the weekend of the 16th and 17th of March, meaning that it's highly unlikely that there will be another show coming in there before the Tony deadline. In fact, it would be almost impossible for them to turn a show around to tech it and have it have enough previews to open in time. So I wonder if this means that perhaps they're going to do some sort of show specific renovation of this house um, before maybe the theater gets that update over the spring and, and summer, uh, because it's, it's mostly going to be about they're building an annex. They're going to redo some of the, they're going to move some dressing rooms around. So it's not necessarily going to be a huge, like St. James style renovation, but if you're not going to have a show for Tony season, you might as well do something that we know Evo Van Hova likes to really do site specific stuff. Maybe I'm drawing too many conclusions, but it just feels like a weird runtime to not have there be a reason that that theater wouldn't have anything in it during the spring and perhaps into the summer. Don't you think they have space on the back end to extend? Certainly. I, I think they definitely do. And I mentioned that barring an extension, but I also think that because of the nature of this role, we, we heard um, about how exhausting it was for Brian Cranston when he was in doing it in London And 18 weeks is not nothing. I mean, that's, that's four and a half months of doing this show. Certainly they could extend, but are they going to extend an extra two months to, to, you know, to get it into, you know, just May? Um, either way, I, I think that it'll be closed before the Tonys, even with, you know, a two month extension, it's closed before the Tonys. So I would imagine that, you know, it's going to end at some point, you know, late spring, then making it unlikely that anyone's going to want to start a show, although we've seen it this summer working to disastrous effect. To someone, it's going to be hard to have somebody come into that theater during the summer when it's really hard to get a show going if you don't have massive stars in it like Boys in the Band did. I have two words for you that can help you extend the show. <laughs> okay, go for it. Donna Murphy. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to give me the name of the kid who played uh, uh, Malcolm on Malcolm in the Middle, oh, but uh, no idea. Uh, Frankie Munez. <laughs> Fra I think oh, it's Frankie yeah, Munez. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't okay. he in? Uh, wasn't he in um, Bronx Tale? No, wasn't. He? No, no. I don't believe so. Huh. All right. Uh, next up, Once on This Island receives extraordinary excellence and diversity award from Actors Equity. Yeah, we've we'd heard about this before, but yesterday the Actors Equity Association presented the 11th annual Extraordinary Excellence and Diversity on Broadway Award to the company of Once on This Island. The show is the, or the award is designed to honor shows that quote exemplify and promote the union's founding principles of diversity, inclusion, non-traditional casting, and equal opportunity for all who work in the theater. So congratulations to the team at Once on This Island. This is a a very well-deserved recognition. Um we oftentimes bristle at things that um, Actors' Equity does uh, because they seem to do them for 
um, not very well expressed reasons or in contrary to how a union should operate. Uh, but this is something that I think we can all celebrate and we appreciate from day one from once on this island. And in related news over at Broadway World, we have a, a really great interview with the show's composer, Lynn Ahrens, um, if you want to check that out. So I'll have a link in the show notes. So uh, straight white men shut out of this category. Well, I mean, there's two characters that aren't straight white men, but yeah, I mean, two actors. I mean, two two actors. Hmm. All right, uh, what do we have in the recommendation section? All right, we've got two things. One of them's new. One of them's I, I think just because it happened over the weekend or something, we missed it. But the first one is a look at the Signature Theater in D.C., not off Broadway. Their production of Passion that is going on right now. In it, it's a it's a video. Claiborne Elder um, and Natasha Diaz had one earlier in the week. This one is a Claiborne Elder and Stephanie Lee who are singing the song Happiness. This is a Sondheim show that does not get done very often, and I I've never seen it. So I I really really wish that I could see a production of this. So you're, if you're in the Dallas or the, uh, the, uh, the DMV area, the DC, Maryland, Virginia area, highly recommend really nice song, um, a video of the song in the show notes. The other one is that I feel like we have to mention is that there is uh, about three minutes of highlights from the off-Broadway production of Be More Chill. Again, we've been saying it for a week or two now, James, I, this has to have a life after it's run at signature. So uh, get familiar with it. It's a very high energy off Broadway E looking show. Will it stay off Broadway? Will it go to Broadway? Who knows? Uh, but it's nice to actually be able to see uh, some some clips from the show after only having heard the cast album before. Don't you think that uh, the popularity of Be More Chill is uh, somewhat in part to all this heat and humidity we're having? You could play uh, you could play uh, Jason Sweet Tooth Williams character in the show, the uh, the dad character with those dad (laughs) jokes. (laughs) Okay, Matt, what else do we have? Yesterday, we learned that Tony winning producer and playwright John Glenn's passed away at the age of 84 on Wednesday morning. He was in Bangkok. So it was early Wednesday morning, late Tuesday here. He won a Tony and drama desk for producing the original Torch Song trilogy and then two subsequent drama desks for his work with his off off Broadway company, the Glenn's. According to Huffington Post, this is something I didn't know until I was researching this. He was the first person to ever thank a same sex partner on a nationally televised awards show. Of course, this was when he was accepting for Torch Song. In addition uh, to his work as a producer and a playwright, he was a founding trustee of Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS, which grew out of Stamp Out AIDS, the nonprofit organization that he founded in 1985 as a result of his work with his drama desk winning show As Is. Now, I, I'm sure that this fall's Broadway return of Torch Song will be a, a bit bittersweet now, but our thoughts are obviously with everyone who knew and loved John. All right. In happier news, more than 20 years after the show's the show's journey started, Pamela's first musical will have its world premiere at Two River Theater in New Jersey this fall. The show is based on the 1996 children's book by the late Tony and Pulitzer Prize winning playwright Wendy Wasserstein. She and Christopher Durang wrote the book and Cy Coleman and David Zippel wrote the score. The musical was originally scheduled to have its world premiere in 2005. That production was canceled due to the due to the death of Coleman in 2004. And then Wendy Wasserstein got ill as well and then died in 2006. Finally, we're going to get this world premiere and it's going to star a great cast, Carolee Carmelo, Andrea Burns, Nick Searley, and more. It'll be directed and choreographed by 10-time Tony nominee Graciana Danielle. 
The show will play the New Jersey Theater from September 8th through October 7th. And uh, finally, this will be the penultimate update here for Broadway and Bryant Park. As tomorrow, we will have another round of concerts. This will feature Christy Altamere, Zach Adkins, and John Bolton from Anastasia, the off-Broadway cast of Smokey Joe's Cafe, Jersey Boys, and Avenue Q, as well as Broadway's Summer. This, uh, As always, the concert will run from 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. at Bryant Park, and seating opens at 11 a.m. If you'd like more information on any or all of these stories, please check out the show notes at broadwayradio.com. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWWMatt. And my name is James Marino from broadwayradio.com and broadwaystars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Thursday with us, and Matt and I will see you tomorrow and take you into the weekend. <laughs>